Hi, I'm Greg Finn. And I'm Cole Soldwish. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here at Cypress North on this August 31st, 2018. Marketing O'Clock is your digital weekly dose of everything that's happened in the digital marketing world. And we come to you live, uncut, unedited, without a net, each and every Friday here on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. And just make sure you follow along with the show notes. Head to marketingclock.com to see all the stories we talk about today. All right. First up this week, Google Ads has introduced what they've called an ad strength indicator and reporting for responsive search ads. And the first part of this new announcement is the fact that Google is trying to have all advertisers really comply and make better ads. And part of that is to have more ads and mm -hmm. to be able to test. And especially when it comes to responsive ads, responsive ads for display are really easy to set up and to have created. And they recommend at least three ads. And now there will be a little circular indicator on the upper right-hand side when you're creating these ads. Um, and you will get what's called an ad strength score. So Google will say you are good with this ad or, hey, you need to add more headlines or make your headlines more unique or make your descriptions more unique. And it's a nice way to make sure that you are doing responsive ads right. And especially for, I guess, uneducated Google ads advertisers, it's a way to especially help those folks that might not know what they're doing as well. Yeah. But the biggest thing in the new news is that Google will now be reporting on responsive search ads. So this was when we announced it, we had given a little bit of slack, but now Google will report on what the top ad combinations are, headlines, descriptions. So you won't just put <laughs> these responsive search ads out there and hope for the best. You're now going to be able to get some, some actual data mm -hmm. as to what's performing the best. So, that is something that we are all here really looking forward to. Absolutely, and one trick that I've found when writing these new responsive ads is you wanna make sure that you're not creating a logical order in any of the way that you write your headlines. So, you know, when I was writing ads that weren't responsive, I would sometimes, you know, set up a, a, you know, a phrase that I'm trying to say with headline one and lead into headline two, but you just gotta make sure you're not doing that because these will come in any order and there's no, you know, structure to it anymore. Yep, and if you did want to see the reporting tool for the responsive search ads, you can just hop into your ads and extension tab, filter for ad types, and then what you'll see is underneath the attributes, you'll be able to select responsive search ads, and that's where you'll see all those combinations. So A+, plus. thanks Google for being <laughs> responsive to our advertisers' Ooh, needs. look at that. All right. Next up, we have a Facebook. So they added a pixel to groups, which is uh, pretty awesome for tracking the, the benefit of using groups. So it was something that you know we in the past have not really um, you know pushed or told some of our clients to work with. But now adding this pixel, we're going to see a lot more ability to see the um, you know the the success of, of some of the, the content that's put out there, the engagement from different users and all the interaction there. So um, it's, it's gonna be rolling out more broadly in the near future with groups that are 50 plus users and it should be a great addition to the Facebook lineup. 
And if you haven't got our official take on Facebook groups in the past, uh, they're not good. (laughs) Facebook groups are fine if you are trying to do the most remedial tasks. If you're doing anything meaningful, don't use somebody else's platform. Don't build a property on somebody else's land. Just don't do it. So while this seems nice, this is nice for anybody that is locked into a group now, You, if you build your Facebook group into something amazing and fantastic, it will always still be a Facebook group. And Very so true. as great as all this sounds, I'm just going to be Mr. Party Pooper here today <laughs> and tell you not to highly invest everything in groups try to build something your own if it really is valuable to you all right and next up google has issued a clarification on their search query reports and what kind of had happened earlier in the week is a report came out that google wasn't going to be reporting on anonymous query data in search console and they came out and gave a, a more defined statement and just as a little bit of a backstory, there's certain information that doesn't make it into Search Console. And let's pretend that I'm Cole here. And I say, hey, I'm going to do a search. I'm wondering if I'm, I'm, my ID is hacked and that if hackers have me. And I go search for my name and my social security number. So just go ahead and give that social security number up. No, mm-hmm. I'm just joking. But let, let's say that you drive that in or a credit card number or something that's sensitive data, right? That shows up as anonymous in Search Console. And what was happening is the fact that, hey, all this anonymous data doesn't add in, it was previously adding into all of the numbers. So you'd see, well, nothing, something doesn't add up when I look at my Search Console data, there's all this anonymous information that's showing in here and I can't really see it. So what Google has announced is that anonymous data that was formerly in Search Console now won't count in the overall numbers. That's basically it. So they're gonna, you know, so now everything will actually add up, and you can look at all of the queries that brought people into your site, and there's not going to be a discrepancy there. Um, you'll see every search query that is not anonymous will now make those numbers up where previously the anonymous numbers played into a role. So if you see anything, drop in Search Console. Don't worry. Take a look at it, explore, and make sure that it was that anonymous side that is now just not being added to the overall numbers. Highly technical, and again, everything is in the show notes. So if you want to learn a little bit more about that, hop on through and see the official Google statement for yourself. Absolutely. So next up, we have Instagram. They're taking a stand against fake accounts. So following in, in the wake of, of some of the Facebook changes, one of the major things that is coming to Instagram now is being able to see ads. Um, but not only ads, you can see when an Instagram account was, was created, when somebody had joined, the country location, the username changes. So if they had you know, changed their username a bunch of times to you know, CJ Soulwish to make it cold sandwich. Um, <laughs> And basically, it's just it's just a, a a a push towards visibility into you know these these fake accounts. But you know one of the kickers is these users will still be able to see uh, this information before it gets published to the world web. So you know we'll see how much of a stake they still have in fake. <clears throat> I like that. Mm-hmm. And and then the other thing that that I love about it is just 
we're going to see some fantastic stuff. And maybe we can have like a recurring segment here where we talk about the changes the that people, <laughs> where it's like, hey, now I'm at, you know, the bipartisan politics source. Oh, look at this. Four months ago, you were kitties taking naps. You know, like you'd be able to see how people actually grew these followers and then made that change. So right. I think this is a, a welcome change here. All right. And that brings us to our lightning round. And first up, Google Ads has an update to the overview page. And previously, you'd be able to hop into Google Ads on the overview page and see all these changes that you needed to make. Oh, hey, you can increase your traffic here. Take a look at this. Maybe you should move this bit up or down. And you have to hop all the way through to actually make these changes. No longer. You can now make these changes right from the overview page and update those bids and not have to hop in further to uh, actually execute. So a very welcome change here if you use that overview page. All right, and Google My Business adds a new veteran-led attribute to profiles on Google My Business. So previously, they had just released a woman-led attribute. So basically, they're just trying to show you know some more details that will help people kind of grow a, a, a um, an appreciation for the business and more awareness. So, you know, one of the things to notice is there's roughly 2.5 million small businesses that are owned by veterans and 10% of those are in the U.S. So thank you for your service. Great. All right. Next up, Facebook has created a tool to boost news publishers reach on the platform. And what this is, is Facebook has is almost machine learning organic posts. And they've created a tool that is called the Organic Content Testing Tool that lets publishers test up to four versions of a piece of content with variations like the headline, the description, and the image in real time. Hmm. And old Grandpa Finn over here hates this. <laughs> I don't like it. It's an organic post. You need to try hard and get this out and do it right the first time and figure it out. By saying, hey, I'm gonna machine learn what kind of news headline people want i hate it it's like just like hockey without fighting you know it's <laughs> like it's not real organic right. yeah. organic posting i just i understand why you'd want to do this but at some point can't we just say this is our story this is what we're pushing out there do we have to act like i know this is very almost un data right stance here but it's just maybe hey Think this through. Do it right the first time. You don't have to make Trust this. Your exactly. Trust exactly. what you want to say. But this is not to everybody. This is a, a very small test. Um, again, you can you can learn more about this and uh, and and see it for yourself um, on Digiday uh, when you look at our show notes. All right, next up, Facebook adds more video opportunities for, for its creators out there. So pages with 10,000 followers have, that have generated more than 30,000 one-minute video views during the past two months are now available to take, uh, you know, to take part in some, some video advertising on their channels. Yep, all right. And then Twitter is enforcing new rules around ads starting September 30th. And these are deemed issue ads. So this is a little bit different than political campaigning ads. These are ads that deal with the hot legislative issues of national importance, including trade, taxes, social security, national security, immigration, healthcare, guns, climate change, civil rights, abortion. So any advertisers that are going to promote ads aiming at the topics will have to be certified by Twitter, and they'll have to verify their identity and U.S. location. 
if you do not do this by September 30th, your ads will be halted. And this is going to be in a different location. This is going to be seen because not all of these things are technically political. It mm. You could be not running for office and still trying to push agendas. So this will be found in the Ads Transparency Center, which is separate than the Political Campaigning Policy Center. So again, if you want to really see all this, we have everything in the show notes. So hop on over to marketingclock.com. All right, Google's John Mueller announced that PDF files will be converted into HTML to help with indexing. And even though Google can understand what's in a PDF, Still, don't use a PDF. <laughs> we, we just came back from a meeting yesterday where we were trying to figure out some analytics around downloads of PDFs and figuring out log files. And it's just better if you don't rely on Google to translate PDFs into HTML. All right. And next up, Google has launched a structured data code lab, which is a pretty cool way to help advertise or I guess webmasters create structured data and it's a step-by-step -step process that allows you to walk through a the process of setting up structured data so the one that I did when running through it ran through and made a sample recipe and it's again something that allows you to easily make structured data and something that's hard for for many non-technical folks mm -hmm. All right, last one on the uh, lightning round. Email marketing has turned 40. So it all started on May 3rd, 1978, when a, a, a guy named Gary Thurk? 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 Something, something along that, along those lines? From Digital Equipment Corporation sent out a first email to 400 of his previous customers. Thanks, Gary. You're, you're the reason my inbox is overloaded. And 40 is over the hill, right? Is 40 over the hill? What, what age is over the hill? I thought it's 40. Hold so on. then I was thinking, that, like, what is the hill? Is the hill 39 or 39 and a half? I don't hmm. know. I think we need, we need to get to the bottom of this. But anyway, email yeah. is either on the hill or over the hill uh, as it turned 40. Happy birthday, <laughs> uh, email marketing. All right, and that brings us to our must-read marketing article of the week, an article that is too in-depth, too thorough for us to cover completely. And today's come from... Oh, hey, Cypress North. We Ooh. put out, this is the first time we've ever done this, everybody, so relax. But we put out an amazing guide to Facebook dynamic creative ads. And we took a lot of time doing this and breaking it down via video. Yours truly, or and Cole, are in the videos. And Cole actually has a fantastic in-depth tutorial at the end mm -hmm. that not only breaks down everything, but just shows you how to actually implement dynamic creative. And if you haven't done dynamic creative in the past, this is a great guide that talks to who should be using dynamic creative, what it is, and how to really optimize it for the best value for your campaigns. Mm -hmm. So don't miss that. And again, you can see every link today in our show notes. And that does it for today's show. It is now officially not marketing o'clock. And remember, you can catch all of the content here at marketingclock.com. And please subscribe to us so you can get your digital marketing news live along with us every Friday. And remember to subscribe on your favorite podcasting player so that you don't miss a single episode. And we'll see you next week.